Welcome to the Practice With Me podcast. My name is Claudia Friedlander. I'm a singer and a voice teacher who is deeply interested in our human experience and ongoing evolution. I believe that each of us has it within us to create lives that are increasingly fulfilling and empowering, with progressively diminished suffering and conflict, internal and external. For me, singing is a practice that helps me to abide in the present moment, to promote flow and reduce friction in my life, to integrate mind and body, and to enjoy deep connections with others. I invite you to practice with me. We commonly think of practicing as a verb, as something you do. As George Leonard puts it in his book, Mastery, you practice your trumpet, your dance routine, your multiplication tables, your combat mission. To practice in this sense implies something separate from the rest of your life. For one who is on the master's journey, however, the word is best conceived of as a noun, not as something you do, but as something you have, something you are. A practice can be anything you practice on a regular basis, as an integral part of your life, not in order to gain something else, but for its own sake. Leonard, who practiced the martial art Aikido, goes on to list many things that can potentially form the foundation of a satisfying practice, like gardening, yoga, and meditation. But it's possible to embrace virtually any activity or multiple activities as a practice. Today, I'd like to share the reasons that I find the practice of singing so gratifying and useful. I first encountered the idea of a practice as an end in itself through vipassana meditation, also called insight meditation. The term vipassana loosely translates to see clearly or make distinctions. Vipassana meditation has its origins in Buddhist tradition and philosophy. When practiced regularly and with clarity of intention, vipassana is an example of what I would call a liberation-oriented practice. My brand, if you will, has been the liberated voice from the beginning, so I'd like to share a little about what I mean by a liberation-oriented practice. When we're talking about the idea of liberation, it's important to consider not only what we're being liberated from, but also what we are being liberated to do. Buddhist philosophy, please forgive the oversimplification, this, this is a podcast. Buddhist philosophy talks about liberation from attachment, which is considered the source of all suffering, and liberation to abide in the present moment, unfettered from concerns about the past or the future. While I agree, I would put it a little bit differently. The way I like to frame it is, I am interested in being liberated to live my life with an ongoing sense of flow. And so what I'm interested in being liberated from is anything that might impede that flow, anything that creates a sense of resistance, friction, or rigidity. To abide in the present moment is to be in a state of flow. To experience attachment inevitably creates resistance, because when reality does not offer what you are attached to having, that creates friction, and the more you hold on to, the greater the likelihood of developing rigidity in both your mind and in your body. So practice can be anything you engage in regularly that is an integral part of your life for its own sake 
as opposed to being for the purpose of gaining something else. Here's why I find singing such a satisfying and multidimensional practice in this sense. As I mentioned, I feel that any liberation-oriented practice is one that promotes flow and reduces rigidity. This essentially describes my entire approach to singing and teaching singing. Music unfolds in real time, and making music with your voice provides a unique opportunity to experience this continuous flow. The experience of singing continually invites you to be present. The practice of singing often involves noting areas of friction or rigidity, ways in which we may be physically impeding the flow of our own voices when we meet with tension somewhere in our vocal anatomy, for example, in the throat, jaw, or tongue. When this happens, the solution is to observe and try to alleviate whatever resistance is present. This is only possible when we are not attached to making a particular sound or achieving a particular result. In other words, we must liberate ourselves from this attachment in order to liberate our voices to flow more freely. Singing is also practice that involves both body and mind and facilitates integrating them together. I like having a practice that has the potential to free us from both physical tensions and rigid thought habits. For many years, I have been using mindfulness strategies as a tool to teach singing technique. I now realize that it's far more satisfying and effective to use singing as a means of teaching mindfulness. Mindfulness is never a means to an end. It is a practice you engage in for its own sake. When you practice singing for its own sake, that is always your best option for achieving the level of skill you desire. You are progressively freeing yourself from attachment to external validation. You are freeing yourself to communicate spontaneously and creatively in the moment. This is a powerful ongoing source of motivation. So I hope that you will practice with me. You can tune into this podcast. You can visit my website and explore the variety of options for working with me. You can listen to my Yoga Nidra podcast. If you're new to meditation, you may find Yoga Nidra guided meditations to be a fantastic introduction to meditation. And whenever I have additional practice resources to recommend, I will announce them here. Please like and subscribe and consider how you would like your singing practice to take shape and evolve.